Alright, what's going on good people? It's Nick the Shaw. We're back again for another episode for the podcast. And for this particular episode, we're going to cover something that I saw that has been happening for like the last couple weeks, okay? And really got my my eye because uh, me and a couple people I know have been talking about it. And, and I've been just sitting back looking at everybody... And what their opinions on it are. So, before I tell you what it is, and before I get it started, you already know, gotta get that intro out of the way. Um, so, you already know what to do. Like and share the content, rate it five star, whatever you're viewing it. Be sure to follow me. That way, you do know when I drop episodes. And also, you know, leave a comment. You know, sometimes I do check these things from time to time. Let me see if anybody leaves a comment, leave a comment. I'll get back to you. Maybe you got something you want to tell me. Or if you know me, hit me up on my socials. And, you know, without further ado, let's get it started now. What has transpired these last couple weeks? Um, the Black Manosphere has these, uh, or even Manosphere's, or the Red Peel, had these groups of different people, various different consecrators. One of the consecrators we knew last year, Kevin Samuels, was one of the bigger ones who, during the pandemic years, when he first started, had an uptick in his actual content, where he went from someone who went from like 10K, 40K, 50K to 100K, and then to massive almost 2 million before his passing last year. We've had other channels that have also done this with... Uh, Fresh and fit, you've heard me speak on that before. And we've had others that have, you know, they, they snuck past uh, the age all hardest part of hit the 100k mark and various different type of consecrators. Consecrators like the, the lead attorney, kind of like the media story and reviews. And a few others, you know, others are still at that threshold where they're trying to get past it. But one of these consecrated groups is led by one person. She is, for what many people say, an infiltrator to this group and was rightfully put in a position to, you know, succeed. The person we're talking about is to call just pearly things. And just pearly things is a white woman. You probably wonder why, what does that have to do with anything? You about to talk about everything. Quite frankly, just like Fresh and Fit, we're going to talk about them as well. Again, like I said, I don't like talking about these types of consecrators. All much because really, I don't care for them because they have the same talking point of modern women and how stupid they are and how they make bad decisions. But apparently, you know, these guys make bad decisions as well. I even watched this person in Pearl. Try to debate certain people, one consecrator, white country known as Destiny. And how Destiny, you know, I think he is just straight up a debater. He just rips her to shreds and makes her look really, really dumb. So to me, and I've seen this before that because her talking points were so bland and they seemed like, you, you know, like the best analogy I can give you 
we've all had those friends who try to act like everybody in the friend group. You know what I'm saying? That, that person that's always, you know, like you know how they are behind closed doors, but out in public, they acting like you. They act like your friend that's suit that's really intelligent. They act like the friend that's super successful. They act like the big brawly friend, and they they that like Mr. Smooth, the friend of your group. They try to act like they're everybody, Mr. Funny Man. But then you realize they all they have done was take bits and pieces from every person they meet and try to put it into themselves to make themselves seem like this is their genuine self. And this is who just pearly things reminds me of. A person who would do these things repeatedly and most people would not call it out because she would really say some really... I'll be 100% honest with you. Some really dumb stuff. Like how modern women are dumb. They don't know how to move in relationships. But then I look at it. Just really things is 26. Probably moving on to be 27 this year. And it, no one's checking for her in a relationship. She ain't engaged. No one wants to be her fiance. And I always thought it was funny. So I always slide back and I look at these people. Just like her friend, the one she used to use for like her short videos. I just used to peep it. She had other people be her voice while she racked up the views. You get what I'm saying? This other lady was a woman who ended up getting married. Her name was Allie. She used to use this person as a big talking point to boost her channel. Thinking, that's nothing too serious. You gotta think about it. As a consecrated, it is serious, especially the other consecrated because you're saying, looking at it like I'm doing this myself, but this person is strictly using other people to big up their channel. And, and, and this is what would happen so many different times. And this was a, a very big problem for you. If you try to do it yourself, like Music Tutorials and Reviews does, most of his content, yes, he had deep early on, but if you look at his last like year, almost year and a half of content, he's mostly done his content by himself. Someone like a Alpha Male Trace, Ethos Cold, content done by themselves. So their progress was very, very slow. It had very slow uptick. While as you see other consecrators who have that, those other groups of people. Like the fresh and fit. There is there's people that can that have another person and they have people on their channel to, you know, boost their rates. Kevin Sanders would do this thing as well with his live streams. You know? He would go live, and then it would be so easy for him to rack up views. That's how he got ahead so far, because not everybody was doing this. They were, you know, talking to some people in person, but it, it really brought in a new, a new um, wave of, of viewers. And just probably things would start doing the same thing as well. When she would start doing live consecrated shows, with very similar consecrated, then she would, as I would say, calculated pick who 
she won on her shows. And the people she got on her shows, you know, are mostly African. Now, I usually won't say this, but it, it seemed very, very weird. Like, because especially before we get to it, it, it almost seemed like she was just picking them like she knew they would defend her. And the only reason why I say this is, one video was done by Alba and Preach. If you don't know who Alba and Preach is, there are two comedians that also made a very big uptick during the pandemic years. They, they blew up. I think they almost had like 2 million subscribers. Or at it or damn near about to get it real soon. They did a video and Abba said himself, man, he don't believe this person. He thinks this person's talking a lot of horse shit. And this one guy still talking about, we got smoke for you. We got smoke for you. And the thing is, what told me right then and there how they don't stand as a unit, Pearl stood silent, had this man make a whole damn fool of himself. And honestly, to say, I don't even think that man's really on her show anymore. So she basically dropped him because he made her look bad. I'm just being honest. He made her look bad. I, I covered it on Sacred Channel. So I don't know. He may still be there. Maybe in the background. But he kind of got dropped for somebody else. And these people would just, you know, would help make the, make the show, like, run out smooth. But what the man was saying, he got smoke for them. He got smoke for them. But it's like, really, what do you have smoke for? They said they don't like her content. They ain't got to like her content. But it's like, what is we like to say, black people are to say this about other black people who just do like this, this certain thing called cooning or Uncle Tommy for a white person trying to, trying to stand up for him. And it's like, she realized, and this is what I think she realized, it doesn't matter what she says or what she does, these people are going to defend her. And the reason why I'm saying this is because this little clip right here shows that. He's talking about, we got beef, we got smoke for you. And the smoke made no sense. It really made no sense. You got beef with this person for no real reason. So... And I say, and it really showed, it really showed. So, with that being said, we, we got to this point, I think a week, week or so, a week and a half ago. We got just early things bringing on Nick Flint to us, uh, dedicated white supremacists. And... This guy just says how he feels about black people. And everything else, and everyone's sitting looking at Pearl, and she didn't get no pushback. And then how she thinks it, well, I would love to get my Africans, and so many other different things. But basically, she talked about how she knew that slavery wasn't all that bad. But again, I always say this. 
people are looking for certain people to be defending of them when they're not them. Some people will push back on it. The Vic Fuentes do try to do this with Destiny. Destiny pushed back on it because Destiny will... I'm not going to say he did it because of the right reason. He loves to push back on certain things. Maybe to him it was like, nah, that shit ain't right. I I'm going to say this. Uh, or, you know, I I'm just going to make you look real stupid. And that's probably what he was doing it for. I'm not going to say it's here or there. Because at least he did something. Pearl did nothing. And when a lot of people started to ask this Pearl person, what was your engagement with black people beforehand? Now, there, I know there's some type of there's like hearsay that she tried to falsely accuse a dude. I don't know about none of that. I'm not going to claim that. Unless it's been actually proven, proven, it, it, it's, it's, it's hearsay to me. And for me to say this, I'm say black people messed up again. You, you put a person into your group that you did not properly vet. You thought you vetted them just because, oh, they're, they're giving you a platform. Because she gave a lot of people platforms. And, and for me, to sit here and say to like a leader saying, whoa, she helped me out so? There's been plenty of people who've helped me out and called them out too. I'm sorry. I don't like that shit. When, we, when that's the, the classic line of, well, they helped me. I had a friend who used to say that goofy ass line. Well, they were helping me, so it was all okay. No, it's not. They were trashing you, you fucking cowardly. And it's too many people being cowardly to this, this, this dynamic of just not wanting to call somebody out. You have somebody else on your show who said something, man, F you. Because we're not going to claim that. And the actual owner of the show don't even say anything. And then the one guy who wants to be a co-host just wants to, like, defend her. And it's like, nah, bro, you, you, you a clown. And this is what somebody wanted to talk to me about saying. So this is how they think a lot of, you know, because most people who defend her are black men. So this is what they always say. If you know secretly black men who don't really like black women defending this white woman. I have to say, I understand their point. Because, like, she proved to y'all many times that she really wasn't about the cause. She was just about the views. This has happened many times, especially in the music industry. How they always want to talk about throwing juice. But I'm just going to say, it's really just anybody. They let anybody take advantage of them. Think about, um, oh my God, who, who, who can we say? Because I'm not going to say this. It was the Jew. It's not just the Jew. It was so many different people that got screwed. Like, look at what Diddy. Diddy's a whole black man. Look what he did to most of his people. Look at what uh, Birdman did to most of his people. They black. Look at what happened to Jew Edition. You know, okay? And that was a, a white manager. He wouldn't read, read the fine print and, and got fucked. There are so many of your favorite artists that you probably love right now. And you probably wonder why. Man, why are they struggling? Because they signed a 360 deal. They signed a bad deal and I realize they barely going to get paid. <laughs> you, 
you made ten thousand, you made ten million album sales, but you only get a, you get less than like five thousand. Everything you spent, these bad deals, and in this case, it's a not a bad deal because the thing is, she, she's basically like, as long as you lawyer me, you got a chance, and that's why they're doing it. That's why the, the lead attorney did what he did. That's why this guy named King Richards, King Richard did what he did. They're going to defend her because she gave them most of the platform. But when I heard her say, well, I'm going to get back at these people. Now, I don't know if it's true or not that she said she's going to get back on some of these people. But because I don't know. It could be other reasons why that you were getting got. But I've always said it, man. Y'all need to stop just aligning yourself just because of money reasons. Because you, you like, some of these people, like, the lead attorney could have grassly just made it. And he, he should have just called that up. Now, I feel bad for Amelia's notorious reviews because him and Melanie King, which, you know, that's still funny. They went on the show and they, they basically, they said what they said about her because I didn't watch the full thing. So, just going off of what I saw earlier, he was, as I say, you know, just rambling like I like to do. Rambling on in the video talking about he was mad about people stopping him for from watching the content and how people were just like, man, you a clown. And then he came over the next video talking about how I guess he watched the whole thing. I didn't finish it because I was like, man, I had other stuff to do at the time. I was just like, he gonna create it with a short video anyway. And for me, to hear him to say that, it makes a lot of sense why he really probably didn't want to say anything because he just came from being on her show. And now he has to, you know, stand up and say something where now that is a bridge which will say is burnt. Because Pearl's gonna feel some type of way about him and Melanie King. Because she's gonna be like, man, F those two guys, man. They, they turned their back on me. When I helped you dig up your channel. Okay, so. Now, sadly, they're not going to be able to react to her content anymore because, if anything, she's going to do the same thing with Fresher Fit. Did. We're going to get back into them towards uh, a certain point. It's just funny. They just got done doing content with them, and they were like, bro, y'all need, need to do something. And say so. Now, one of the guys, he was going hard on her for, like, the past, you know, couple, few past couple weeks. O'Shea Hugh Jackson. He's a content creator as well. I think for him it's a little different because like he's a content creator, but he's a content creator who's kind of like just he's still relevant, but he's basically stalled out. Unless you know who he is. Like no one's really checking for him, except for maybe like a, a few people who know him. I believe Termy told me he got cussed out for 45 minutes. I already knew what it was. He was gonna stand with her. And I knew he was gonna stand with her. As soon as he said it, I said, yep, he gonna stand with her. 
it's just some people. It's just that's what I said. It's just the sad thing today. Some people say they ain't got loyalty to the people. Of course they don't. They loyal to what they get. As I always say, I hope it was worth it. Because just like I said, man, she if she discards y'all, you're gonna have a harder time making content. Why do I say this? Look at uh authentic alpha. After he was discarded by um what fresh and fit? He's trying to he's trying to find that thing. And he I guess he really thought maybe. He could do what Myra and Fresh did, but it's like, nah, he, he really ain't got it like that. I'm sorry to say that. That man ain't got it like that. He's really boring to listen to. He just asks the most old basic-ass questions. He ain't all that. I'm sorry to say it, but he, he just he's just not that guy. He was a behind-the-scenes guy at best. And that's just what it is with some people. They're good for certain things, but it's really like they're just there. And the only reason why I say, and I condemn, it, like a lot of other people, when I say this, the same thing when, you know, MTR and, and, and Pearl and a couple other people were trying to defend Sneeko's behavior towards another, to another consecrator named Moist Critical. So he gonna run up to his house and shoot him. No one wanted to stand on that ground except for one person. And it was Melody King. Pearl was trying to see me defend. And that's why I said I, I, I peep Pearl behavior. She will defend that, that, that ignorant that ignorant side so badly. Some of how bad these, these modern women are and stuff like that. And, and this, that, and the third. But when it comes down to an angry dude talking about he's we try to put another man's girlfriend on the internet to get attacked. And then talking about how you gonna run up and shoot some dude. And y'all don't wanna call that out. Nah, that, that's funny to me. And I peeped this several different times. I was like, nah. Some shit ain't right here. Some shit ain't right here. And, and it, it was and it, and it got exposed. Now now she's been sitting quietly trying to sit here and say this. And even when her ex-friend said this, that she is on an island on her own. And this is what usually happens. The same thing that happened to Sneeko. They've been alienated from their family and friends because of what they've been saying, what they're doing. It's like what everybody always says, I hope the money was worth it. I hope the opportunity was worth it. You threw all your moral values, traditions, out the way just for some money. I mean, the money's coming in good now, so you're living good now. But it isn't until that shit stops coming in and then everybody just ditches you. Come and tell you something. Ain't nobody watching just pearly things for her and her alone. She'll be like, show me other concerts. She'll just stale out. So eventually she'll leave because she's very boring. Nonetheless, we're going to see what happens. Because right, right now, I don't know what's going on with her because I really don't care. Like that, but I'm just getting, I'm getting kind of tired of when people tell, ask, like, kind of saying, they never saw this coming. 
you you gotta always pay attention to certain people. Maybe because I had a couple people stab me in the back. I said I always be watching certain people. Keyword certain. Some people it's just like it might happen, it might not happen. It just takes the right circumstance. But for some people like this Pearl person, the right circumstance could be damn near anything. And that's just me being real about it. Now, we're going to stop talking about that because it's still ongoing and we're going to see what happens there. Now, with Fresh and Fit, you heard me earlier say something. I was going to speak on these guys. You probably wonder why would I, why would I want to speak on Fresh and Fit for it? Well, earlier, you know, some time ago, they had brought on a guy named Charleston White. Now, if you don't know who Charleston White is, because I think you still don't know who the fuck he is. I just know he's just some dude that got me saying some really wild stuff outside his mouth at times. And they brought him on an episode where he was talking about how he used to, you know, set up like certain types of women, mostly white women, and would basically take advantage in a sexual manner. Sometimes, mostly by force and coercion. I'm just trying to keep this stuff kind of clean just because I don't want this shit getting marked and getting deleted. So, and what I mean by forcibly and coercion, I mean literally what I just said. And this is something that he was saying on that show, just like straight, no, like with no chaser or nothing, and nobody stopped him. And we don't need by nobody stopping. Like, nobody decided to check him on it and, and question him on it at all. It was kind of like they just let him just say his piece with, like, no pushback on it. And talking about, well, we was kids. You know, it, it's like, the way you talked about it is like, man, you would be like a, a older teenager to like a young man. So I'm like, what do you mean by when you say we were just kids? Because a lot of people be saying they were just kids and they was like 21. I said, nah, you were grown adult. It, it makes me really, really question what are you, what are you really saying? Because it makes it seem like you did this man 15, 20 years ago. And then even name dropping people. So I mean, yeah, this man did happen. He wants other people to take this fall. If anything happens, everyone else will take the fall for him. If the victims decide to come out and say something. Now, the reason why I say I watched this with like kind of like like a funny look on my face, it's like, bro, why ain't nobody saying nothing today? But it was when the one lady on one of the shows sometime back, I guess Walker Flocker was there. And she said the conversation made her feel weird. She wanted to walk away. Just let her, let her know that, yeah, I, I'm, I'm walking away from this one. The way they treated her was like, again, like, yeah, get the fuck out. Like, so? Like, get the fuck out. That's how they were talking to her. And they're saying, whose fault is it if a woman gets raped? And saying, it was just like the same old segment of, you shouldn't be wearing it. You shouldn't have did this. You shouldn't have done that. 
And it was just like, bro, that's really hot. That's why we always saying some of these conspiracies that red pill man through, I don't give a fuck what they want to call themselves, only talk like this in online, but they'll never talk like that in person. I guess the wrong person. Because they already know. If they say that shit to the wrong person, they know. They know what's going to happen to them. They know they get checked for it. So to hear these guys saying this and not saying nothing, it's like, it doesn't surprise me. They laughing about it. Because once again, this is what some people say. This comes from guys that never had it like that. But now because they're on a bigger success train, it's okay for what they're saying. Now, like I said before, it's all good and dandy as long as nobody makes a fuss about it. But it's the minute when these guys get called out, it's going to be bad for them. Because now it's like that same dude, you know, he switched up on calling him a punk and all this, like they ain't this and they ain't that. It's like, again, he may be right, he may be wrong, but it's still the fact that it does make him look kind of funny. Because I'm going to say it, like everybody else was saying it. If it was a woman, they would have said something. Because they said, when Cardi B did what she did to men, they was all up on her. They, they jumped on her like wolves. A man said the same thing, and they just laughed it. Talking about, we got to get off of, you know, this particular um, this particular app, so we don't lose, we don't lose our privileges. That's what they cared about. Not the fact that this man said something really, really wild. They can say, yeah, hey, man, we, we realize he said something really wild, but it's like, you're saying it after. You're saying it after. Not during. That's what people want to say. Anyone can say shit after the fact. I can sit here and say, you know, have beef with, with like, my best friend today, and we be beefing, but then it's like, something I should have said right then and there. You know, it's not that deep, man. We shouldn't be like that. It'd be cool. But then he might feel something differently if I don't say something then than if I said something like many months got wrong. Yeah, it wasn't like you like, but what took you so long to say that? Oh, I was still angry. It's like some things you can say, like something like that, okay, you have to cool off and stuff like that. I might take a minute. But something like that, that that's not that's not something you could just sit here and just say and think it will be okay. It just won't be. And once again, these kinds of creators, man, they be failing, man. They be failing. And y'all guys gotta hold it. You gotta hold their feet to the fire. You gotta hold their feet to the fire. And that, that be the problem. They wanna hold their feet to the fire. They don't wanna hold them accountable for what they be saying wild stuff. And if they did, you wouldn't be having these problems so much. But hey, we'll see what the next week holds, because <laughs> I don't think none of this stuff is over with. But until then, you know, I'm going I'm to stay up to date with y'all, and we'll, we'll see what happens. But...
We'll catch you next time. Peace. Ron Skeezy played a big boy. Thank you.